Christmas is coming. The geese are getting fat. Why are they getting fat? Well, because Patrice Evra is kissing all the raw chickens. That's why. As well as in-depth coverage of our favorite Frenchman's latest breakdown, we'll also be looking at something called the Premier League as we approach the tastiest point of the season. Will Fulham or Saints be turkeys? Bournemouth versus Arsenal's happening. Can cherries, can cherries get it, can, can serve it up to Arsenal? Or will Chelsea and Spurs left be spanking their own chickens? What the fuck was he even doing in that video? Why is he spanking a chicken? Oi, Jay, help me figure this out. Welcome, everybody, to another installment, another episode of Born Offside, your daily podcast. It's not really daily, it's sort of like a bi weekly podcast of football, football, and more. Football, I guess, really. And that is exactly what we do here. Also, we have chicken spanking news. <laughs> we, have, we have what? Sorry. We have news on chickens being spanked. And okay. <laughs> mate, I can't even. All right, Dave. Mate, I'm sorry. This is a football what? podcast. Okay. No, 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 it features famous, famous former Manchester United, Juventus, and France captain. Yes, all of you Frenchmen out there, your former captain, <laughs> Patrice Evra, mate. Do you remember Paddy Evra? Do you remember him? He's famous. I remember. For, he's yeah, famous for yeah. the following. He's famous for. Um, Starting Recently. a revolt during the 2010 World Cup. Yes, he was famous for being the, um, the victim of the Luis Suarez's racism. Uh, yep. And now he's famous for groping, kissing, spanking, and mouthing a chicken <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> right, for, for anyone who hasn't seen this, uh, uh, get on the... <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen it, you can't unsee it. Just know that it's happened. Don't, don't look it up. That's very nice. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. I don't think I've ever heard uh, uh, that expressed in that way. That's a, that's a beaut. What um, about it's spanked chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, once you've seen a spanked chicken or a chicken being spanked, like, oh, but hang on, let's get this right. This is a chicken that has already been taken out. It's, it's been bought from the supermarket. So it's got, it's not like a real chicken. It's not a live chicken no, or a recent no, chicken no, that no, has no. fur on it. Oh, no, no, it's a no. dead chicken. Mate, what are his chances of salmonella? A, high, B, very <laughs> high, C, definite. <laughs> Mate, he goes at it with his lips in such a way that... Um, <laughs> he bites you, the you, goddamn you, chicken. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't bite into it, to, uh, like, into, like into its flesh so much. It's more like a, a teeth scraping, you know. He scrapes the skin with his teeth and gnaws down on it. I mean, all right, look... There's a sexual undertone going on here. <laughs> Obviously, that's pretty obvious, right? Uh, uh, first of all, he's he's playing it alongside uh, along to uh, a tune by Kurt Cobain. Uh, no, mate, and, Kurt uh, Bangs. My new sorry, Coco. Kurt Bangs. All right, Co- Coco Bangs. Uh, who um, who I have no idea who he is, uh, but apparently it's someone who bangs a lot. Um, and uh, he likes Coco as well. So that's fair enough. Uh, or Kirko, whatever that, whatever. Um, and he plays it along to this, and there is a very kind of sort of sexual kind of, you know, I, I mean, 
he could have put some Tom Jones on there and I reckon he'd probably be able to get the same kind of effect, right? So, um, and um, at least he didn't put Gary Glitter. Uh, um, uh, but uh, I Just think- when you thought you couldn't take it anywhere horrible, you did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know, I don't know why, you know, the, I don't know what worries me more, me as a person more, is the fact that when I look at it, it doesn't really even do that much to me. I'm not even that. I'm not even that shocked about it. Like, that's right. He's gnawing on a chicken in a sexual kind of way. Seems like the kind of thing I might do. Sorry, mate. mate he then tries to sexually eat salt, and realizes yes. realizes as he's doing it that's not the greatest idea I've ever had. And bearing in mind, this is a man who's had the idea of filming this goddamn video in the first place, and then he mouths the chicken, and then he slaps it mate like he full-on slaps the damn thing <laughs> and then shouts out i love this game what game chicken slapping you <laughs> man i do i do wonder about that finale how does he why does he finish with that like i love this game what <laughs> isn't that the slogan for the nba anyway right for basketball yes, i think it? it is i think it, yeah, I, think yeah. it might, I think it might be uh, I think it's clearly going him. to be the slogan of choice for the world chicken slapping league when that becomes <laughs> a thing. oh dear oh it <laughs> mate, mate yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm aware of the phrase to spank the monkey right mm -hmm. that, that's that's a phrase it's a well-known phrase am i missing something here do the youth spank a turkey or spank a chicken or slap it is am i i'm going on you talk while i go on urban dictionary and see if that's a thing what if young people spank chickens no if it um, means like if it's in the parlance of the youth ah all right okay all right okay you go for it because i have no idea i don't think there is anything other than a sort of weird sexual undertone kind of thing chicken, that he's going on laughing. but i would imagine that in fact, no, in fact chickens, if you, oh chicken slap no. exists oh here we go Chicken slap. In a doggy style position, the woman reaches between her legs and slaps the shit out of the man's penis. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Immature man tries to read over the podcast. All right. Okay. That's enough of that. God damn it. You and your chicken slapping. Jesus Christ. Um, we <laughs> Wait, I haven't finished. Uh, please, just let me attempt to read it. In a All right. Go. Uh, <clears throat> don't giggle. Mute yourself if you have to. <clears throat> chicken slap. In a doggy-style position, the woman reaches between her legs and slaps the shit out. <laughs> can't get to the end of this without giggling. <laughs> it's so well written. And slaps the shit out of the man's penis and nutsack, often causing either stimulation or great pain, depending on the power to slap. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice. I'd, I would imagine pain uh, uh, to be the one there. Uh, just, Oh, hey, how was it last night? Yeah, man, it was all good. First, we did the Mason Mount. Uh, then we went for the reverse cowboy. But then there was a bit of chicken slapping. I, I'm, I'm not game. Sorry. You know, what, I draw the line. Oh, no, no, no. The conventional. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, look, if, if anybody hasn't seen it, it's, uh, it's definitely worth a view. Uh, although, like you said, uh, like you said, maybe it's not actually worth a view don't, because. Don't say you, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's uh, a, a bit of a nutty one, but uh, but one one that uh, nutty. very uh, one nice, that we... very nice. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But mate, moving on. All right, let's move on because we've 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 you know we've got so many other things to discuss and everything. We've got. Mate, uh... I don't want to move on. 
<laughs> hey, let's talk about Patrice Everett some more. Mate, is he even still Mate. playing anymore? Mate, like a bad relationship. You just want to keep going back to it, don't you? But you've got to learn from these things, all right? The chicken is the chicken's gone. All right, mate, the chicken's gone. No, it doesn't no. really matter anymore. Like, I bet that chicken's been cooked now. All right, it's not just hanging around in his fridge, is it? So, um, yeah, mate, he is playing. He's, uh, he's uh, what's he doing? He's, he's certainly playing around with bits of chicken, that's for sure. Um, but I think he's, uh, is he still at West? I don't think he's at West Ham anymore. No. Uh, I think he's moved on from, uh, 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 from, from, from West Ham. Oh, but mate, um, I just remembered he was only ever at West Ham because he kicked his own, like he was at Marseille and kicked his own fan in the head, didn't he? So like, yes. add that to his list of atrocities. <laughs> <laughs> mate he's he's done a few he's done a few things hasn't he he really he's uh um and he's famous for a whole heap of uh of different sort of stuff but um uh no mate i just looked it up he's still at west ham he's still at west ham apparently really? so um yeah yeah he's still there he's still on their books he's had five mate. games this season for them french, so french people everywhere hang your heads in shame <laughs> hang your heads in shame that your former captain is now a chicken slapper mate uh what what is what is chicken slap in french uh, so slap is is uh, uh, gifle, I think. I believe it's gifle and um, or gifle. Is it gifle or gifle? gifle because gifle. the French for chicken is poulet. So yeah, it's that's right. Gifle, gifle du poulet. The poulet, je, you are you have giflé'd the poulet. All right. Uh, <laughs> Bonjour, <laughs> Patrice. Voulez-vous coucher de gifle de poulet avec moi ce soir? You can't couche with it. You can't fuck a slap. <laughs> you can't fuck a slap in the chicken. Voulez-vous <laughs> gifler le poulet? There you go. That's what you got to do. You want to slap the chicken? So, uh, oh, ce soir. Yeah. <laughs> ce soir avec moi. Avec moi. Dans ma chambre. Avec mon poulet. <laughs> or dans ta chambre. I don't care. All right. My chambre. chambre your chambre. chambre. We just need. We need a chambre. Okay. That's a, that's important. Can't just do it out in the street. Mon poulet, so vous poulet. <laughs> Open your chambre. <laughs> Open your chambre. I'm going to bring the poulet and shove it in your chambre after giving it a gifle. Beautiful. Mate, it sounds like a souffle. Uh, and, <laughs> it does. It's, that's what we call a French souffle. It's a Patrice Ever, a chicken, a bedroom, and a good art slap. <laughs> what do chickens, bedrooms, <laughs> Slapping and souffle having oh, common. It sounds even dirtier in French. Oh, mate. Voulez-vous gifler avec le poulet ce soir dans ma chambre? Avec mon patrice. Mate, you could, you could, you know what? It's, it's not, um, usual. I'd like to see what the reception is like in France. Appeal the French people going, yeah, it's quite a common thing to do, actually. Chickens, yeah, pourquoi? Why are pourquoi? you guys being so stupid? You know, yes. I mean, yesterday I gifled my poulet with my with my uh, with my entire family. We with, always with my, yeah. We first we gifled the poulet, then we had some raclette. You know, <laughs> that's just what we do. We put cheese on it. But you guys are freaks. Yeah, um, the, the British are always so much more conservative, aren't they? Instead, they go out and uh, well, our prime minister fucked pigs. Yeah. <laughs> What? Don't mate. you remember David Cameron stuck his dick in a pig, mate? It was a thing. I'm now looking mate. at the French for pig fucking. Hang on. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's from that TV series. Yeah, what are you talking about? That's not real. Anyway, Black it doesn't Mirror, matter. No, no, that was the time when Black Mirror became an uh, became an alarming 
mirror on actual society. No, it was a, a thing at Eaton. We should really move on because we're into politics now. But it was a, yes, an Eaton, Eaton Boys Club entrance thing to stick your dick in a pig's, dead pig's mouth. Actual thing. <clears throat> Not made up at all. I'm surprised he wasn't eaten alive. Let's move on, shall we? It's uh, yeah, it's time for the stupid jokes. Mate, I know the French for pig fucking if you want it. No, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move no, on. No, 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 no. Mate, have it at the end during okay. the during the credits. All right. Um, <laughs> mate, let's move on, please, because this is a podcast about football. For God's sake, we're supposed to be talking about football, it and it's such a tasty weekend as well. But look, before we do head on to football, uh, and I, I can hear the listeners just going, "Oh, for God's sake!" <laughs> You know, why we're tuning into this? Because of the football for sake. All right, okay. Now, there, this is football related. It is football related. Mate, we're talking about things that we want for Christmas, all right? This is one of the, one of the, one of the themes. Patrick, Patrice Everett obviously wants raw chicken for Christmas in his mouth so that he can gifle his poulet. Um, <laughs> but, mate, you want something for Christmas as well, don't you? Tell us what I, you want. I would like this Christmas, Santa Jason, I would like... A lifetime ban for Sergio Ramos is what I would like. And my, my, thank you. <laughs> my justification for that is that UEFA has seemingly found that he's been riddled with drugs. <laughs> riddled. <laughs> You're going to be riddled with drugs. <laughs> if it's fl- flowing through his system in such a way that we can't get it out. Um, mate, there's a there's a beautiful photo uh, on the. I guess this has come out of the De Spiegel once again. De Spiegel uh, has, uh, which sounds like a, a poodle, like a dog, by the way. De Spiegel, what's De Spiegel? I have no idea. The Spie- well, Yeah, it's a very good. Uh, well, I mean, but, uh, good, good question. Yeah. I mean, um, when you say De Spiegel, what, what what are you talking about? What is De Spiegel? Oh, the the newspaper, the 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 German newspaper has oh, broken this. German, story. Germany got relegated. Der, der Spiegel. Yes. Sorry, I just wanted to get in the Germany got relegated. I know entirely what Der Spiegel is. I just wanted to mention that. Sorry, back to Sergio Ramos and the photo that you saw. Yes. So the photo on, on the Beeb actually has uh, uh, a photo of, um, uh, uh, of Sergio Ramos uh, hoisting the, uh, the Champions League Cup. Of course, the, uh, the, the one disputed in Cardiff last year. And it is, um, if you have a look at that photo and you see him and you look at his face. Mate, Riddled. It does look like he's on something, that's for sure. Everyone else looks genuinely sort of happy or joyous or whatever. You know, Gareth Bale's there looking like a monkey and, you know, Benzema's doing high fives and all this stuff. And everyone looks genuinely happy. Uh, He definitely looks like he's fucked up on something. (laughs) Pretty aggressive in that photo. Uh, So, uh, uh, but but mate, what it is, is uh, um, it's that he has uh, tested positive for an anti-inflammatory which he's uh which the um real madrid doctors injected into his knee and shoulder just before the match so um now ramos uh ramos's doctor apparently is to blame uh this isn't typical ramos actually blamed the doctor you're <laughs> gonna blame it it's not my fault Doctor's fault i was just standing <laughs> around in the dressing room and he suddenly injects both my knee and my shoulder Ow, at the same time from behind and yet in front without <laughs> me knowing <laughs> I'm Sergio Ramos. I'm innocent of everything. <laughs> bring on the bring on the Champions League final. And uh, yeah, you know that's probably why he got a bit overzealous in the Salah uh, um, uh, uh, tackle. Oh, probably riddled um, the drugs then too. Yeah, there you go. 
So, yeah, but look, it doesn't look like he is going to be banned because all it was was apparently an administrative error whereby the doctor went in at the end and wrote down the wrong drug. Uh, so, and, <laughs> I and wrote UEFA down had... heroin and I'd ejected him with cocaine. I'm <laughs> sorry. Sorry. And UEFA have accepted it. So I don't think there's any oh, way. that's all right go... then. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Thanks for... Thanks for clearing that up, guys. Oh, they've, they've gone. Where mate, have they gone? Mate, a serious question for a moment. Rio yep. Ferdinand, who I am no big fan or lover of, but Rio Ferdinand was once banned for eight months for not attending a drugs test. Yes. Sergio Ramos has failed one and is not going to be banned at all. Is, is that there... fair? <laughs> is there nothing this man can do that will put him in, into ultimate hot water he seems to dice with it a lot doesn't he but uh seems to get away with an awful lot this guy so um yeah look it's uh it's po- possibly if he hadn't attended then he could have got himself banned but he did attend and, and failed it failed it <laughs> i was there and i failed it don't ban me move, move on move on mate if ramos came to tottenham would you start liking him no, mate. Do you know why? Because if Ramos came to Tottenham, Eric Dyer would kick him in the head until he left. <laughs> during, during training. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think Dyer just would be this mystical force of light within Eric Dyer would just compel him to just kick him. And like Pochettino would be standing there going, hey, hey, why are you kicking? Why are you kicking Ramos? Like, Gaffer, I can't help it. I can't help it. I just, I just see his head and I want to kick it. It's just an urge. You know, I can't, you know, right. hold I'm back. I'm very hold tired back. for that. During the break of the show, I'm going to watch that tackle again. Oh, God, I love it. <laughs> Mate, it wasn't only that, that, that tackle, but the, the, the game after that, I noticed there was a little fire in his belly. He yeah. seems to be, he seems to have enjoyed doing that himself. Could, it could even be a t- bit of a turning point for him in his, in his sort of uh, Mate, football. It's not a turning point. It's, it's not a turning point. It's a peak. It's a... <laughs> That is oh, the because, peak of his career, right look, now. Let's 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 go. Well, speaking of Tottenham, speaking of Tottenham, why don't we just segue straight into uh, uh, the the first game of the weekend? Mate, really? I wanted to give you the full limelight because you've got a really important match this weekend. I wanted to give the the, the first billing to you, mate. No, 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 no. We've got. Uh, all right, mate. And to be totally honest, I've been I've been thinking about this podcast right, uh, uh, for, for the last three or four days. One of us has to. I, yeah, and I don't <laughs> want. I don't want to focus too much on it. There's just one thing I want to say about about a Fulham, a Fulham Southampton. Only one, all right? And I'll mm-hmm. say it later. Um, right, but, right. Um, Let's segue well, into Chelsea Tottenham then. Go on, segue no, in. No, oh, all right, if you want to. Do you, no, I, mean, no, I want to do Fulham Southampton. That's what I want to do. I go want... on then, Fulham Southampton. I've always segued. Because the big one, the big one is obviously Chelsea versus Tottenham. Uh, that's the big match of the weekend. But okay, uh, uh, uh it's it's this you could argue that there's two big ones but really the big one if we're talking about it is is uh tottenham versus chelsea but the big one at the bottom fair enough obviously is fulham versus southampton i didn't think that you'd want to you'd want to be going for this one first but if you want to mate i do and you know why because i'm a huge claudio ranieri fan love me oh, a bit claudio yeah, <laughs> <what we> <laughs> but mate all in his deep, i'm not deep, particularly deep, deep, i quite deep, like him all, all, all I need to say is, and, and this is, is probably going to ruin the whole thing, and we will move on to Chelsea versus Tottenham straight afterwards. I actually, I, 
I hope Southampton lose. I, I hope they lose because I want I want Hughes to go. I am so pissed off that Jukanovic is, is the first one that's gone. It should have been Hughes. But look, everything is set up perfectly for Hughes to go now. Everything. What we need is a good old hiding. A fucking good spanking. 4-0. That way. 4 5. Make it make it 6, mate. Make it 6. Beautiful. Hey, Claudio, oh. get over here and she flay my poule. <laughs> That's it. Charlie Austin. Charlie Austin. Hey, hey you see from my pillow, isn't it? It's the, it's the biggest game in the world. You know? It's a joke. It's a joke. Do you see his G flay and his shoe flays? It's a joke, mate. Help him. Uh, I don't think there's much chance of Fulham scoring six against you. But mate. They could. Oh, I, mate, I it's, it, it would have been very interesting if Jokanovic has stayed because Fulham have got the leakiest defence in the league. I think they concede. At least three goals a game. I think that's the stat. That's right. Yeah, yeah, but that's the stat. It's one of the worst stats in uh, Premier League uh, defending I history. I think it's like in all of Europe. I think no one concedes that many, other than maybe like Fort William FC in Scotland or something. Anyway, yeah. but <laughs> at the same time, you guys have the worst shot to goal ratio conversion rate. Existence. Yes. 4%. That's it's what, unbelievable. Mate, that means four of every hundred shots go in. Go on That's, target, no? Go, no, I think it's go in. Oh, go in, go in, go in. Okay, One go in. of every 25 shots you have goes in. <laughs> Ends in a goal. We need to score. We need to, we need to have 25 shots on goal every match to get one. And so right. like, if we lose 2-1... If, if then we lost 2-1. The only way that we can actually draw two all is if we have 50 shots in a game. Um, that's quite a shooting strike. I mean, they must be Mate, having a... 25, 25 shots ah. a game is, right. three, is three point, one every 3.6 minutes. So if you think about one, it, actually a lot of shots to have in a game. Mate, which, which, what, what does that say? It means, it means like Your transition. No. That's what it says. <laughs> Means our defense, our defense to to midfield transition is great. Our transition is great, but then unfortunately, the the attackers, the players who are playing up front, are people like Charlie Austin and and Shane Long. Shane Long scored what like two goals in his last sixty appearances or something? Is it like he scored, he hasn't scored a goal for over two yes. years? Shane Long's shot conversion average is one percent. Well, there you go. He's bringing us down, mate. You know, at least Charlie Austin is on 7%. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Gabbiadini's in there now. That's it. Oh, everything's solved. We'll be okay because Gabbiadini's here. Um, it's, mate, it's been, it's been an ongoing issue for a, a problem for a very, very long time. And I think that it's all Mark Hughes' fault. Um, I, I think... <laughs> It is. Mate, no, seriously though, that's an honest, like, again, just have a serious moment here, the question I want to ask you. Yeah. I mean, yes, Hughes should go. Yes, Hughes is bad. But Southampton have been bad for a while now. And there was this time when Cortese was your chairman. And Cortese, like, Nicola Cortese was brash and a little arrogant. But he, he did take Southampton in the right direction. You know, he famously sacked Atkins to bring Pochettino in, was, yes. bringing, was bringing players to the club like Danny Osvaldo. All right, Osvaldo didn't turn out. But he was an ambitious signing. He brought in the likes of Wanyama, Van Dijk. And, and there, were, there were young players coming through. And I just don't see that. Like Southampton were almost <laughs> nailed on for eighth every year. Where is Southampton going to finish? 
eighth because you know you had really good coaches in Pochettino and then and then Kuman. I know you now hate both of them, but they were very good appointments. But you were never going to get higher than eighth because there was never the level of investment really needed. But you made such intelligent, smart signings, and now you just sign Muck. Yeah. Uh, mate, <laughs> is it? I mean, is Hughes is firing Hughes going to solve the the problem? Who are you going to appoint? Who do you want instead, mate? Hughes out. Who's coming in? Jardine. Oh, you reckon? Mate, that, I think he's a bit too big for us, but I, I, that would be my real... Dream. But, yeah, yeah, because I, I really wanted silver uh, last year. And, mm. uh, and when we didn't get silver, it was, it was, uh, there was a lot of talk of it was either silver or, or him. Um, or we can just get, bring in Mick McCarthy. I believe he's available. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Mate, Roy Keane's available. You want a bit of that? <laughs> Oh, oh, no, let's not go down the Irish route. Mate, listen, Ireland, we can talk about that a little bit later on, obviously. Mate, the firing. Mate, you do know uh, who is available. You do know uh, who is available. He's, me? He's big. He's oh, very big. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Look, mate, shouldn't he be banned from football forever after what he did? I mean, wouldn't well, that drinking be... drinking a pint of wine? I don't think that's illegal. It's very untrue. <laughs> no! <laughs> to, Telling everyone about all of his his stupid escapades on 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 how to and and what to 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 sign the football players, you know. I mean, that's what he that's what he's gone for. You're talking about Big Sam, of course. Big Sam. You're talking Big Big Sam. Who would you rather fight in a fight, Big Sam? Mate, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't. You know, Big Sam is like every football team's worst nightmare, I reckon. Um, and I, but Ireland. You guys go for him because actually he might actually be okay. Mate, I give uh, you a choice now. Give you a choice now. You can keep Hughes and go down, or you can have Big Sam and stay up by a point. Oh, Which one no, would you have? No, that's not fair. You can't give me that, and I'm not going to answer it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to because it's blimmin' well horrible. There's better options out there, way better. Okay, we're not we're not doing that. So no. Big Sam, it's coming, mate. He's on his way. <laughs> He's already in the car. It's the ignition. The key's in the ignition. He hasn't turned it yet. He's just in the garage waiting to leave. He's just waiting for that call. Um, look, and you know what? I, I, think, I think Hughes is going to go. And I think uh, it would be stupid of um, Ralph Kruger to not be thinking about the next appointment already. So like they, they must be talking about it in, in the boardroom. They must be talking about different possibilities of who they're going to bring in. Uh, very similarly to how uh, they, they disposed of Jakanovic and they brought Ranieri in within 24 hours. You know, they obviously already had him. Uh, Didn't they appoint on. Ranieri because he was the physically closest coach? Like, doesn't he have a, doesn't he have a flat, like, across the That's street? right, in Fulham, yeah, yeah, he's very close, yes, yes, he's very close, right, he just, honey, I'm just going for the match, okay, honey, three, three hours later, <laughs> honey, I'm back, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I, I should imagine the Fulham execs were all like, who are we going to appoint? Well, Ranieri is very close by, <laughs> like, opens the window, leans out a window, oi, Claudio, you fancy? You want this? Come on, then. <laughs> Yes, okay. Dilly ding, dilly dong. Ah, yeah, I'll take it. I think, <laughs> mate. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be uh, a, a very interesting, uh, interesting match. I, I'm obviously gonna be watching that 
game. Uh, there's really not really any, anything else that uh, that pulls my fancy. There's Man United, I guess, and Man City are playing. But uh, that match is going to be uh, it's going to be great, I think, in in terms of intensity, in terms of of tension. Uh, um, now, in terms of quality, um, I you know I I would recommend not watching it um, uh, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be very 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 tense. And both teams, it's not going to be like a, a waterfall of, of of goals everywhere. Um, yeah. Um, not Jean-Michel Sarri, Mitrovic, um, trying to think of some Southampton yeah. players, Ryan Bertrand. Yeah, but no, I mean, the, uh, ah, Ranieri, not Sarri, sorry. Ran- <laughs> that was just a series of noises. <laughs> <laughs> Ranieri, Ranieri is going to come in and the first thing he's going to be doing in is, is working on the defense, right? So that's what he's going to be focusing on, what he has been focusing on during the international break. So their striking options up front, they're not going to have been working on, on, on you know, attacking that much. Uh, so, uh, you know, and they're good, at, they're good at attacking and they're good at going forward and scoring anyway. So it's the defense they're going to be working on. So, um, and between them shoring up the defense and Southampton's, incredible inability to score goals mate it's got nil nil written all over it surely because not not because of you well, know no, oh it's going to be tough it's or whatever. Like two nil to fulham written all over it hasn't it yeah, uh, I, agree, yeah. I agree with the nil on your behalf thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm with you actually i think it is it's gonna be yeah we're gonna lose it and um and and that's just the thing i mean my, the silver lining i'm hoping is that uh hughes will be uh, sacked by the end of it yes i well i hope yes. to get at least that and I really do genuinely hope that you don't have to put up with Big Sam because I want this podcast to continue and I wouldn't like you to kill yourself. You're still so young. You've got all of your life ahead of you. And, and, Thanks, and, mate. Thanks. And, it's, and your, it's, health, it's, your health is all right. Well, actually, it's not. Oh, I, it's God. funny you mentioned. No, no. Um, uh, would you believe this? <laughs> would you believe, um, I've, I went to the physio. Uh, physio. I went to a physiotherapist today. Um, uh-huh. And I've got a, uh, I've got a bulging disc Thank God you said disc. I know, totally. I swore you were going to say bollock. Mate, when he, I thought it was dick. <laughs> like, oh, I, I thought when the physio, like, I was like, oh, something's in my back, mate. And so he checked it out. Uh, guys, uh, uh, he's, he's pretty good. And, uh, and he was just, he was sort of, you know, having a feel of the, of the old back. And he went, oh, this looks like a bulging dick. Disc. <laughs> I was like, dick's on the other side, mate. Sorry, it's uh, not on this side. It's a, it's a bulging disc. Apparently, it's very common and uh, uh, something that. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm struggling, mate. It is really painful. So I'm on uh, a lot of uh, um, anti-inflammatories and uh, a bit of a bit of Panadol on the side as well, just for just a bit, for of Sergio, bit of what Sergio Ramos had. Yeah, a little bit. I just I hope the uh, hope the guy knew what he was giving me. So um, yeah, so so physically, I'm not doing too well. I'm a little in a little bit of pain. But um, oh. anyway, it, it's not important, um, <laughs> uh, mate. I think this is a good idea. Let's let's have a little bit of a breather. Let's have a bit of a break, and uh, um, uh, let's come back and uh, preview the rest of the Premier League's matches. <laughs> It's a new low. It seems like the spanking of raw chickens is now condoned on this podcast. Whether it's condoned on others is not certain. Here, not only is it condoned, it seems to be revered. Whatever next.
Welcome back to part two. Uh, we will try to actually talk about football instead of talking about raw chickens uh, drugs. and uh, drugs, wanting bans for people and wanting people's heads uh, as well, uh, aka Mark Hughes out. Uh, it's uh, Chelsea versus Tottenham, mate. Whew. What a match I think we've got in store for us. Or, or will it be? Is it going to be... Uh, one of these sort of attritional kind of uh, uh, matches is it, is it because because there's so much riding on it is it is it going to end up being a bit of a uh, a bit of a boring sort of everybody cancel each other out type thing what do you reckon no no I, I don't think it'll be boring I think it'll be a very good game both teams try to play football neither of them are particularly good at the back in fact if any of them have weaknesses that's kind of in and where it's at mm-hmm. um, the the players don't like each other. Uh, yes, yes, very true. Yep. <laughs> uh, the likes of Alonso and Hazard on the Chelsea team really don't get along with, I know, the likes of Dyer and Ali on, on the Tottenham team. So there is some dislike there. I also, also always got the feeling that Conte, uh, Antonio Conte and uh, Pochettino didn't really like each other either. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. likes Antonio Conte. I don't think even Antonio Conte's mother and wife particularly like him. They respect him like for the himself? job he's done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, oh, man, okay. a man who wears that elegant of a suit on the, on the touchline definitely <laughs> likes himself. Anyway, Antonio Conte's not there. We shouldn't, we shouldn't talk about him. Though he was but a every- very well-dressed man and he's been replaced by a very poorly dressed man. Um, <laughs> But, everyone loves but, Sarri, though, right? Yes, everyone, yes. But this yeah. is the point. This is Ch- Sarri's Chelsea's first visit. And the general kind of populist feeling towards Sarri is that he plays entertaining football and, and has little love-ins with Jurgen Klopp on the sidelines and uh, wears T-shirts, which are 500 <laughs> sizes to look for him. Um, so, so I think it's different than there. But I think the players still dislike each other. Both teams play attractive football, attacking stuff going forwards. I feel like Tottenham have a few more players away on the international break, although the key players, I think Kane's obviously tired, Hazard's tired, although I think Vertonghen and Rose uh, are due to come back, if not for this game or soon. However, Tottenham have a really big game midweek. Mm. In fact, we've got three huge games we've got this game on the weekend against Chelsea we've got Inter Milan and then we've got Arsenal and I mean ideal world you want to win all three if we win all three I will just gorge myself on chocolate cake and insults on forums <laughs> you're gonna but, say gouge myself <laughs> no, easy mate I, I you know I might, I might gifle the old the old poulet but uh, other than <laughs> that, <laughs> mate do it I'll Do it. Quite, Stick it on Twitter. I'll be quite restrained. Yeah, I mean, no, no. Here it is. Here and now. On my Instagram, I shall put it. Me slapping a raw chicken. I'm not touching it with my mouth. Sorry. Salmonella, too risky. But I will slap a raw dead bird <laughs> win all three of those games. All right. Okay. So who's... All right. Okay. So who's, who's, who's that then? We've got... Um, uh, uh, obviously, Chelsea. Um, Inter- Chelsea. Inter Arsenal. and Arsenal. Oh, mate, especially the North London derby at the end, mate. Where's that? Is that the empty crates? Uh, I believe it is. But if I, but if I, my point here was there's three games, it'd be too much to hope for to win all three. But if I could choose to win one, it'd be the Inter game because that keeps Champions League alive. If I could choose to win two, it'd be Inter and the Arsenal game. So this Chelsea game's almost 
the third on my list in terms of importance. I mean, I still very much like to win it, but. Um, well, it's, very, it's interesting that you say this actually because recently I don't know if you read this or not but recently there was a poll taken about fans uh, who fans think are their uh, their their biggest rivals mm-hmm. and I believe Chelsea's biggest rivals are Tottenham so yeah according Chelsea to the fans, Chelsea fans that's right yeah really cool but, that. they're more supporters than fans so fans are supporters yeah so uh, uh, but the but uh, Tottenham Tottenham's Bitter, most bitter rivals, obviously, as everybody knows, is not Chelsea. It's it's, uh, Arsenal. it's, uh, it's, it's Arsenal. So well, we suffer from the same thing from West Ham as well, because West Ham also say that Tottenham is their biggest rival, mm-hmm. and, and we're very like, huh, really? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, if you say so. I mean, I'd say Southampton. One of Southampton's biggest ones as well is definitely Tottenham. Mate, I see a pattern. What here. did we do to you? Um, I see a pattern here of general hatred towards uh, uh, towards a certain North London club. I'm not talking about Arsenal either. Can you explain this? I mean, what's going on? I have no idea because it's not like we win all the time, and you should be jealous for for that. We find amazing ways to win important matches. We poison ourselves with lasagna. We're entirely lovable. We had David Chinilla, Raw Fox <laughs> played for Tottenham. I have made Maybe this is your problem, right? Read your history, goddammit. You think you're entirely lovable. And this is the We don't know what? why they don't what, like what, us all the time. What did, what did we do that was wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Nothing, ever. It's it's time it's time to get in there and, and go for it. Um it, it is. Look, mate. Is there is there anyone you would like uh, Dyer to do a Ramos on this evening? Uh, anyone Ooh, in particular? Hazard. Take Hazard. I knew it. I knew you. <laughs> Hazard is a, such a peaky little cunt, isn't he? But he's such a nice little bloke. He, he, he gets tackled. I don't and he think he's a does. nice human being. I think he's a very admirable footballer. And I think during the World Cup, he was fantastic. Really has some skills. But I think as a human being, he's something of a shit. Like, he, like his Mate. face looks like the face of a shit. Mate, I, I could think of way worse and way, lot, a lot more. Oh, Alonso. Worse. Alonso. Uh, Can we crunch into Alonso with that fucking 1980 Spanish haircut? Oh, there you go. Crunch into <laughs> him. Have some of that, Mate. Eric. Get in there. <laughs> How about, uh, uh, you could always get, um, uh, oh, Gary Cahill doesn't play anymore, does he? I, I always don't mind Gary Cahill. He's always been Oh, really? Funny. No, but he's, he's always turned up for England. He's always on this... You know, when he turns up for England games, I think he, I don't mind Gary. I don't particularly like him, but he's all right. I'll, he's no John like Terry. Terry. No. <laughs> Mate, if Terry was back, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Mate, do Straight you know what? Him. Do you know what I constantly get frustrated about in Tottenham Chelsea games is the mm-hmm. fact that, um, and he's just signed a new contract, uh, N'Golo Kante will constantly kick Moussa Dambele for the entire game. Just kick, 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 kick him. <laughs> and, and then he turns around with his sweet little baby face to the referee and the referee goes, how could someone so small and precious get a yellow card? You got no yellow card for you. And it drives me insane. And then inevitably, when we're 3-1 down with two minutes to play, the ref goes, all right, that's your 89th foul. You're doing it one minute. Yellow card for you, Ungolo. And Ungolo is like, okay, I take it. Because, oh, oh, I almost make, would give up losing if Conte could get the correct amount of yellow cards for this game, which will be <laughs> by this time. After by this time, minutes. of course, 
uh, Moussa Ndebele is already in hospital. Uh, they've uh, they've had to uh, bring in um, uh, I don't know Eric Lamella or, 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 or Wanyama who or, or Sosoko who of course gets kicked as well uh, uh, <laughs> until he is also on a stretcher uh, out of there. Um, mate, it's um, it's, it's Tottenham. I, w- I would be saying that, that Chelsea are slight favourites for this one today, um, uh, even though it's at uh, uh, at Wembley. What do you think? Are you, are you, yeah, are you I think the draw. Out? I think the draw is probably favourite. Um, Dembele's out uh, of the game, uh, okay. so w- Winks will likely play. Which I like. I'm a big Harry Winks fan. Uh, still got a way to go, though, yeah, doesn't he? Wink? He does have a way still to go, way but to go. but I think he's going to be a very good player. I think. Mm. Chelsea have got, you know, got pretty much their full commitment. I fancy the one-all draw, mate, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, the shitty pitch might uh, have something to do with it today as well. Because both teams... Was there an NFL game on it recently? I don't think there was. It should be better, shouldn't it? It was shitty for the England match. Oh, and that was just what that was just three four days ago. So, um, mate, it's uh, for for both teams as well. You know, I've been seeing some of the statistics uh, coming out of Tottenham as well. They've played more away games than anybody else this season. That was, I assume, as well because at the beginning. Daniel Levy obviously said to the PFA yes, that there's a good chance that we're going to get into the into the stadium straight away, right? So they've played more away games than any other team this season by by quite a stretch, like four four more away games or something. They're still within touching distance of the of the front three. It's pretty impressive, actually, and playing shit football. It's pretty impressive right. when you think about it. It's, it's I'm I'm impressed with with what you guys have done. I'm, I think you should you should be quite happy with with the season so far. I, I, I think I know that you're not happy with the with the quality of football, but I would go as far as saying that the quality of your football has almost been on a par with Liverpool. You know, Liverpool haven't really uh, you know reached the heights uh, of their heavy metal crap last year, have they? So I think you should be pretty uh, pretty content. I, I think I don't know. It's up to whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's all right for what it is. Like yeah. I just want, I want our stadium finished. That's my biggest all right. hope, expectation. Please. All right, all right, all right. Stadium, good. Mate, what's happened to Sonny Min, by the way? I miss him. I think he's he's a great football player. He's just not getting into that front four. What's going on? No, he's he's come he he was I think a little bit tired after playing the Asian games. He came back with a couple of goals against the spammers. Yeah. That was ages ago. Yeah, exactly. He's he's, well, he's, been, a, he's been an international break, mate. Like I don't know. It's, it's, it seems to me that he's number five out of that top four, isn't he? He's not getting in there with uh, uh, you know Ali's back now. Um, well, Ali Erickson, Ali Erickson, yeah. and Kane. Uh, and Mora. If, if fit and on form uh, uh, starting, and Mora has been fantastic this season. But yeah, Sonny will play plenty of games this season. Uh, he might start on Saturday. He'll definitely come on if he doesn't start. Lamella's been very good with three big games. Don't worry, mate. You'll see plenty of him. Oh, okay. He will feature. Now, will we see a long and horrible T-shirt style for Sari again? We Now that the weather's got a bit colder, is he not wearing an oversized jacket? I don't believe he was in the last game. So I think he's probably hanging on to that T-shirt as long as he can. Um, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. All right, mate. Good stuff. Uh, I think that's enough of uh, Tottenham. Yeah, all right. And um, <laughs> mate, Tottenham versus Chelsea, uh, uh, I, th- I think is going to be uh, a wonderful match to watch. Uh, um, it, it could, I, 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 
there is a possibility it's going to be attritional uh, because they sort of cancel each other out. But uh, uh, and that battle in midfield is going to be uh, is going to be tremendous, isn't it? Really, if, if Dyer and Sissoko can can get the better of that, uh, if uh, of Jorginho, Kante, and Barkley, then um, you know, ugh, I don't. I, they're playing well, though, Chelsea. You, you must be fearing it just a little bit, I think, uh, because uh, even though you both like to play the footballs, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm seeing it. Oh, one, one thing I'd like to ask, mate. It, if Tottenham win, does it become a two-horse race for the title? No, mate. It's already a one-horse race. So it yeah, doesn't fair enough. Anything. Manchester City think... are going to win. They've got West Ham this week. They're going to score eight. <laughs> <laughs> There's all the... All the... There's all the pundits and all the specialists and all the football people out there. They're all very, they're all keeping it very hopeful, aren't they? Just sort of saying, well, it's because, going, because Chelsea yeah. and Liverpool have done well and haven't lost. So I think you need to give them some credit, but they will yeah. lose eventually, and, and City won't. <laughs> like they'll just keep no. going. They'll just keep going, won't they? And and uh, a lot of people are talking about the fact that it's going to be during those matches between each other as well, isn't it? That's where it's going to be decided. Uh, can Liverpool, Chelsea? Also, let's let's uh, see how Sarri does with with a Premier League Christmas New Year campaign because his his team doesn't rotate much. He's famous mm. for for using only what fifteen players at Napoli in Serie A, which is you know fewer games in and certainly one less cup competition to deal with. So let's see how Sarri deals with a game every three days. Let's, you know, let's see a how very good point. I think it was one of the things that Klopp came out and said after his first season as well. You know, what did you learn about the Premier League? What was one of the toughest things that you learned about the Premier League? And he said, Christmas. You know, that period over Christmas where you play, you know, a ridiculous amount of games in such a short space of time if you don't have the squad that's deep enough to be able to rotate through, uh, then, uh, then you could be in, in a heap of trouble. Although um, this year is our first year with a break, isn't it? Ah, that winter break, but I know that's well remembered. We're, it's in January. It's after Christmas it's in January. So, uh, but it's, uh, and I think you explained it in a podcast that we had earlier in the year, uh, how it is a, it, they don't actually do a, a full break for all the teams. They do it's staggered, yes. Five, yeah. So five. There's five games on one weekend, and they mm. take a break, and then five games on the next weekend and take a break. I mean, seems, I don't think that's much of a break, to be honest, is it? It's just like you get it one means, weekend. It off. means different teams get their breaks at different times, which is interesting because, like, if you're still in the Champions League, do you want your break earlier or later? I know, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. But for us as the consuming football fan, we thankfully don't have to put up with any weekends without football, thank God. Very true. Can you Very imagine true. such a thing? God, God, absolutely not. I was take a raw chicken oh. out of the fridge and start slapping people's faces in the street <laughs> on it. <laughs> That's what I would do. So well done. Well done, Premier League. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe that was the parting gift for, from Scudamore for us. Cheers, buddy. Um, uh, do, you, do you want to... Uh, a, a raw chicken in your face or do you want five million dollars mate which one do you want i think i'll take five million actually thanks uh, <laughs> that's all right really we've, we've um, got patrice outside with his chicken he's ready to go you sure you sure mate he's right he's just he's just here <laughs> yes. hang on one second no patrice no 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 <laughs> not yet <laughs> hang on wait wait about you. richard would you like, this is a French speciality, by the way. It's a very nice thing. I know that uh, they want to give you $5 million, but wait, 4 million pounds, sorry. There is a chicken outside. 
<laughs> I will uh, for three million dollars. I will shifle your pull. Shifle Mate, enough of the shiflaying of the pooling. We said we weren't going to talk about that anymore. All right. We did for a while. Fuck. All right. Mate, let's have a break. Uh, and when we come back, we'll review, uh, the, uh, preview the rest of the Premier League's matches, including um, the Sunday league, uh, Sunday match, which I think is quite interesting, uh, uh, of Arsenal versus Bournemouth. But then we've also got the Saturday, other Saturday matches ones, Man United, Crystal Palace, and a whole heap of other ones as well. Hold on. Voulez-vous gifler avec le poulet, ce soirée, voulez-vous gifler avec le poulet Voulez-vous, gifler, ah oui. Voulez-vous gifler avec le poulet, ce soirée Welcome back to part three of our uh, bi-weekly podcast for the Premier League and all things football. Uh, don't forget to follow us, please, uh, by the way, on Instagram. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, is there anywhere else we are? Are we on the moon as well, maybe, Dave? Or? I'm on Snapchat, but you don't want to follow me there. It's just water wall, me, chickens. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Mate, 20, 25 stop. seconds. Stop. Sorry. Stop. <laughs> oh, hey, mate, what are you slapping there? Come on. <laughs> Love it. Uh, right, I uh, challenge you all to uh, get your chickens out and uh, give them a good old slapping in name of Patrice Evra. Do it. Um, uh, I wonder if he'll have that on his tombstone or something when he dies. <laughs> Lots of people go and throw random raw chicken at his, uh, at his grave after he's, uh, after he's been buried. I don't know. Um, Right, okay, let's, uh, moving on swiftly, uh, uh, let's go, uh, and I think for the, ne the next talking point that we really should probably go on is uh, uh, we've got a couple of games that we want to be able to, to, to talk about, and we've got some real good ones, but uh, first of all, let's just shoot into Man United Crystal Palace. Mate, Mourinho has come out again, here we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, Jose Mourinho has said something? He has. No. Shocking, I know, yes. Um, now, he's managed to keep himself quiet during the international break. Of course, coming off the back of that 3-1 whooping uh, by Manchester City last week, uh, they have now uh, they've got Crystal Palace. May, they should really be winning this game, uh, obviously, uh, up at Old Trafford. Zaha they, or no Zaha? Uh, I believe Zaha is playing, yes. Oh, so it's 50-50. Because when Zaha <laughs> doesn't play, they lose. But, Mate, when he but does recently, play. even when he does play, they're losing as well. So, oh, really? uh, you know, well, it's like a 50-50 if he does. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, yeah. It's a 50-50. And then it's 100 if he doesn't. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. So he is playing. So it's a 50-50, I guess, for Crystal Palace. But I think it's, I think Man United are, are, are favourites for this. I know they're off the back of that, that big defeat, but they've had that international break. Things, you know, people, Martial didn't go to uh to france uh, uh during the international break so he's he should be fresh fellaini didn't go to belgium uh so he should be fresh really he's got the, he's got practically a full uh full health full bill of health on his on his squad they should really be winning this but mate apparently and i don't know if you heard this or not uh Mourinho has uh, decided like all the football players uh do during international breaks to go overseas and give an interview to an overseas newspaper oh, now um, it with bloody oh he's done it again 
he went this except this time it was a spanish newspaper it's a bit surprising because uh, i would have thought that he would have gone for a portuguese one but i think he he doesn't like the uh, uh portuguese newspapers very much i think he uh he thinks they're just a little bit sort of a bit cr- on the crude side and um and they, he also knows what we think of him <laughs> you know we, we we also think of him as a little bit of a crybaby and all that stuff and i think he he gets more love from other nations like italy and spain and germany and all, all that stuff so, so uh he's gone to spain i don't know if it's la marca or, or one of the other newspapers but he was basically asked about um the uh, quote unquote the diamonds in his uh in his team and what is going on with them and it seems to be a very open uh, uh a very open sort of discussion in, in, and, and a very open interview in which the the interviewer has basically asked about his young players and what's going on and um <laughs> Mourinho has come back with um uh, with this he's come back and said uh Luke Shaw uh um my Martian Martian Martial Lingard and Rashford are all spoiled oh um well so well done uh uh there sure Mourinho now <laughs> I'm sure they will <laughs> Admittedly, when you look at the script, when you look at the whole thing uh, all together, that he's talking generally about uh, players these days compared to how players were growing up and, and humans were growing up in the old days and how protected players are these days. Like, uh, you know, they've got their entourages around them and they're always saying nice things about them and they're always, you know, being nice to them and making sure that, you know, that their world is, is, is one that is surrounded by fluffy clouds and all that crap and everything. So they can't do any wrong. And, uh, you know, and, and that's kind of natural, right, in this day and age, right? Like, if you know one of these top players, the tendency uh, for you is to kind of just, if, if your life is not, anywhere near as as starry as these ones uh you do end up going up to them and just sort of saying you know well hey uh you know yes absolutely you played amazing yes you're fantastic because you want to be in that circle of friends all the time right so it's an understandable thing that uh, that these guys are doing but Mourinho says that this is happening way too much and then when they come out onto the onto the football pitch uh they're all a bunch of pussies uh so uh you know and they're all soft and uh, uh they're all uh, you know they're non-competitive they're non this not non that so uh but he's come out with another scathing attack especially on Luke Shaw as well and said that uh, uh when he first arrived uh, he didn't know anything about being competitive um and it had to be driven into him that he needed to be competitive and that's what he has been doing over the last two years uh but uh, but that lingard and rashford and uh, martial are all spoiled uh you know uh, so well done uh, there Mourinho, for stoking that one up especially rashford who's come off at the back i think of an extremely good match for england in in, in midweek you know marcus rashford yeah. is clearly the one that jose has has earmarked for a for a soul destroying. He's ripped the very <laughs> the very being out of Luke Shaw, and he's moving on. And Rashford <laughs> is next in his sights, and he's going. He looks like a, a decent enough kid. Um, fans seem to like him. Local lad done well. I shall ruin him. <laughs> and Lingard is next. As well, I think. I after think him. Jesse Lingard might be too stupid to be ruined, so I think Jesse <laughs> might be okay. It is interesting that, uh, with the exception of Martial, he's named three English players. Mm. Yes, 
it almost goes up on that theory that you have of him trying to ruin the English football players in time for the 2020 World Cup in Qatar. So, yeah, um, and, and Paul Pogba and Anthony Martial, who are the French players who he presumes are... I mean, you don't see him having a go at Matic and Fellaini, do you? Because they're already shit. Isn't it amazing? So it's all the... It's like you... Because you can divide... Well, you can separate them into into age groups a little bit. You've got the youngsters, the sort of middle middle the youngsters like Lingard and Rashford, the middle of the range sort of ones like Pogba, uh, for example, he's sort of middle of the range, and then the older statesmen like uh, Fellaini and and, and Matic. He seems to like the older ones more. I guess it's that maturity thing, right? He doesn't. He's he's obviously lost patience or doesn't have any more patience for the for young players. Um, and he, in fact, he's never been famous for bringing young young. A talent through has he even in his days at Chelsea uh you know he it was always about yeah. buying the players yeah although he bought players at Chelsea who hadn't won things before because he wanted hungry players so he brought Drogba who was all right established but but hadn't mm-hmm. really won big things he bought Robin he bought Duff um you know th- those were up and coming hungry young players he wanted mm. a certain hunger and he kicked out the lights of Crespo who were just kind of picking up the wages. Chelsea, when he joined, Chelsea were a Champions League team, but they were, had a kind of reputation as the kind of place, the almost semi-retirement home, like one step before you go somewhere else. So they had the likes of um, of Crespo and then Shevchenko and, mm-hmm. and others who, you know, had had bigger careers elsewhere and then came to Chelsea for a bit for big money, usually like Winston Bogard, for example. Mm. And, and I don't know, I think Ranieri did a bit to change that before him. But, you know, in Hullet and Viali before that, you, players who were, you know, had had bigger success elsewhere and were like, we'll come over here and try this Premier League business. So it's, yeah, I get what you mean. He's never been one for like youth prospects. I don't, I can't think of anyone who he's plucked out of the youth team, you mm. know, other than Scott McTominay, of course, who, um, <laughs> <laughs> who he seems to love. But, but, it's, uh, but it was it was always about the the Waitrose Heggs, wasn't it? I think that's what it was uh, what it was all about. He really wanted those Waitrose Heggs, and uh, you know, unless there was one gleaming waiting in in the ranks of the youth, waiting to sort of you know, here I am, you know, it, it was never going to come out of the youth system and stuff. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 something that um, maybe Man United need to be thinking about, you know. If they want to start bringing young talent uh, uh, through from the academy and everything, then maybe Mourinho is not exactly the right uh, uh, manager for them. So, um, but mate, look, uh, let's let's just go for a quick prediction on this one: Manchester United versus Chelsea. I'm, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Palace. I think Man United. Uh, sorry, Chelsea. sorry, Palace. Sorry, Christopher. Uh, I, I think I think Man United are going to run away with this one. Uh, I'm going to go for a three-one. I reckon uh, uh, for this. So, um, uh, what about you? What do you reckon? Two-nil. Two and a half. All right. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Uh, moving on. Uh, I think we should pros- pr- probably move on to Sunday's match uh, uh, because out of uh, all the matches, I would say that's probably the the, the tastiest uh, after if, uh, after talking about Fulham and Southampton and Tottenham and uh, Chelsea, and that's Bournemouth uh, against Arsenal, mate. 
this is this is a good one. This is the cherries uh, are in form. Uh, uh, They're seventh at the moment and uh, uh, doing very very well. Um, and Arsenal, of course, are, are I believe they've got one of the best shot conversion ratio. They've got the best shot conversion ratio in the in the Premier League. Although I think Obama Yang is injured. I think. Yes, I think he hurt himself on international duty. Well, like it hurt himself, like trip, tripped on something, or was it with a chicken? Uh, something with a chicken, or I don't know. No, was it, no, no. He hurt, hurt himself. When you say hurt himself, I get, like he injured. I got injured, man. Yeah, he That's got fine. injured. No, sorry, sorry. You're gonna hurt himself, and I'm gonna start thinking of things outside of football, like you know. Sorry, teams. sorry, sorry. All right. Um, Bournemouth versus Arsenal, mate. Well, it's uh, it should be a very, very good, ma- uh, very, very good match. Uh, what, what, what do you reckon on this one? I think it'll be a fun and exciting game played in the right way, and. I fancy Bournemouth to do what Wolves didn't quite do uh, and get a win here. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Bournemouth win. Uh, Mate, this is the second week in a row. The second week in a row that you're going for Arsenal losing because you won. Mate, I think you'll find it's the 435,000th time in a row. Quite possibly. Noticeable scenario for you. All right. Okay. Always. No, <laughs> I ju- no Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth have got some good players. Um, the David Brooks fella, who's oh, good. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Fraser helped yeah. um, Scotland beat Israel and, and seemingly qualify, I think, almost for a playoff. Mm-hmm. For a, maybe, not quite sure yep. how that works still, but um, Ryan Fraser's been having a, um, a, a nice... Callum Wilson is a genuine goal scorer. Callum Wilson, yes. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Howe is a very attractive man. And uh, Arsenal are Arsenal. <laughs> do you think he's attractive or do you think he's just... For a manager, of all the managers in the Premier League... Okay. Well, Pep, obviously. Pep, obviously. Yes, you can't, Pep, you can't go past gorgeous. Pep. Like, I'd uh, wear Pep. I, he was a <laughs> I, I'd wear him. Yeah. You like my Pep? Uh, Check out my pep. Stop wearing pep every night. You're always going out wearing pep. All right. All right. right. So pep, pep is obviously delicious, but I'd say Eddie's number two. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, uh, you're going out one night. You get to a nightclub. You get into the queue. Pep and uh, you've got pep on one side and, and how on the other side. You're getting in, right? Yes. I am now going to uh, appraise. I'm going to go through the Premier League and appraise the physical attractiveness of all the managers. Man City. <laughs> Gorgeous. Klopp, lovable, but not handsome. Sorry, no. no. Pochettino, better now that he's lost a bit of weight, but still mm, not the greatest. Dick Henry looks like Count Dracula. Eddie Howe, handsome. Gracia, mm, acceptable. Jose, formerly very attractive. Silva, looks a little bit like a fat Portuguese waiter. Um, hey. Mate, the, the 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 ladies like that a lot, though, don't they? You know, once he once he went silver, what, apparently. Fat Portuguese he... waiters. I don't think they. No, the, the, with the with the with the grey hairs coming out and everything. Apparently, no, the, the ladies, no, no, no. The, you're not going to convince me on Marco Silva. Leicester City club. Right. Well, no, creepy old man. Nuno, Nuno is kind of handsome <laughs> in that kind of hipsterish way. No, he's not. Come no, on. He's... No, he's big ugly, mate. Keep no, going. No, Nuno looks like a bit of rough. I reckon Nuno's got some rock hard abs and a and a and a bum tattoo. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's different we're talking about attractive looks alright because like just from the neck down like my missus always says that to me as well I'm like oh sweetheart you know what you know, do, you, do you love me yeah yeah from, from the neck upwards you know, oh really um, she says yeah, that yeah. not the other way around oh what from the neck downwards <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she likes what's happening down there I don't, <laughs> right. you know, nah okay well half, halfway down she doesn't mind but 
anyway, Bright, um, Brighton, Chris Hewton, immaculate, actually very quite nice looking man. West Ham. Mate, talk, talk's funny though. I don't like it. Sorry. Yes, yes. Keep his mouth shut. West Ham, yep. Pellegrini, old. Newcastle, Benitez, fat. Burnley, uh, Dyche, lovely voice. <laughs> probably should only speak. Uh, Hello. He's a hairy man. Crystal Palace, Roy, almost dead. Southampton, Mark Hughes, no. Cardiff, no. Warnock, God, no. Huddersfield, uh, Davy Wagner, no, not really. Fulham, Claudio Ranieri are sweet, but a bit old. So, yes, in conclusion, Eddie Howe is the second most physically attractive manager in the league. This is the podcast Wait. that gives you information that none others will dare. And have you noticed how the extremely attractive ones seem to be at the top of the league? Yeah. And the well, ugly ones are all down the bottom. I know Klopp and Sarri fly in, fly in the face of that, mate. <laughs> they, they're they're trying, though. They're, no, they're trying to break the mould, but it's not going to happen. At the end, we're looking at a one-two Eddie Howe and uh, Pep, I reckon. Um, I'm not sure about that, but anyway, we'll give it a shot. Mate, Mark Hughes, I'd like to suggest that he's been hit in the face by an iron. Uh, twice. But, uh, yeah, twice, like, on the way back as well. Yes. <laughs> once it's not enough bang there's the second one that's better mate now you look good uh right i reckon we should uh, fire hughes quickly and then let him go off to ireland and uh we'll uh, we'll take mick mccarthy i <laughs> i'll have mick mccarthy every day Big oh that nose oh god no piss off all right okay um I don't even know. I haven't even looked into who's available. I know Jardine's available, but I think Jardine is a little bit too too up for us. Uh, mate, all right. Prediction uh, uh, for Bournemouth versus Arsenal. You're going for a Bournemouth win 2-1, are you? That's uh, yes. an interesting one. I am going for a 3-0 win for Arsenal. Boom. Bastard. I know. Um, Wolves versus Huddersfield. Mate. I love watching Wolves. I'm a big, big fan. Uh, this is uh, uh, an, another big match on on the Sunday as well. So, uh, uh, but I mean, I think it's it's going to be one way traffic, isn't it? Wolves have got one of the best um, shots. Uh, 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 Wolves are not, better than not, Huddersfield. That's what you're trying to say, and I agree with you. Yes, <laughs> they are a hell of a lot better. I'm going for a two nil, a two nil win, and it's going to be comfortable. Uh, I'm well. going. I'm going also two nil. All right. Okay, I'm copying you because it's what I think will happen. Uh, fair enough. I can just do a cut and paste thing here. So uh, that's all good. Uh, all right. So 2-0 uh, is, is what we're going for. What uh, what do we have left? We've got uh, oh, Watford versus Liverpool and also West Ham versus Manchester City. Let's, also, cover, the, let's cover the easy one of those first. Let's do West Ham, Man City. West Ham, Neil. Manchester City, eight. Eight. Right. You're going for eight today. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I think I will go for it. It, it will. I think. I think West. I'm going to give West Ham one, and uh, but I think it'll be four. I think it'll be four. So very conservative. Off day for the citizens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watford, Liverpool. How we go? How are we looking for that one? I think Watford are a pretty decent team. You know, I. I think this is where Liverpool's wheels might come off. Liverpool have not impressed me a lot recently. Watford are formidable at home. I'm going one all. One all. Yeah. I'm going for it. I'm going for two all. I also agree. I think that uh, Liverpool, Liverpool have just been. Um, they, they've not been bad. They need to go one way or the other, don't they? But there's just a few too many of these non-good performances. I know we talk about a good team winning when they're not playing well, but this is 
it's a bit much now, isn't it? It's, it's a little bit too much, I think. So uh, they've they've started to lose and lose a lot, you know. So uh, 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 sorry, they've started to to play badly and play badly a lot. And even though they're winning, it's it's not. It's it's not looking good. I, I I totally agree. I think derailment is probably the best uh, uh, best way to look at it. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, let's finish off with Brighton versus Leicester, uh, and Everton versus Cardiff. Uh, those are the Saturday matches. Uh, uh, shoot for predictions on these ones, mate. Brighton versus Leicester. One-one. Uh, Brilliant. I'm going really, for a nil-nil. Really couldn't care about that game. Don't know much <laughs> going on about it. Why mate. Not? Silver versus Warnoxes. Oh, come on, you Silver. Battle. Come on, the bush. Uh, I'm going for a 3 0 win. I'm going for a 3 0 win. I'll go for 2 0. They won't go to 3. 2 0. All right. Okay. 2 0. Beautiful. And And the other match. I think all the Everton players will decide to visit Malaysia or the Philippines. (laughs) Malaysia. They'll visit Malaysia. And uh, and finally, uh, the last match that we don't give a, uh, give a hoot about, Burnley versus Fat Benitez at Newcastle. Uh, what are we looking at here? 1-1, one, one, uh, a Salomon Rondon header that's Joe Hart's fault and uh, an Aaron Lennon jinky wonder goal. Ooh, okay. I love Aaron Lennon. I'll miss him. <laughs> if he wants to come back, he's more than welcome anytime. Love you. <laughs> love you. Mate, I'm going for a Burnley win. Uh, I reckon, uh, uh, yeah, I reckon they'll. T- but it'll be, it'll be, it, it, it won't. There won't be much action in this one. I think it'll just be a one-nil win for Burnley. So, uh, all right, good stuff, mate. I think that's all we've got time for today. I think we've covered quite a lot of stuff. So, um, uh, uh, unless there's anything else that you can sort of think of. Uh, um, uh, out on the continent, out in Europe, anything that's been happening, or maybe no, over in. We'll do, we'll do the Champions League next week, shall we? I think it's a very good idea. That's going to be extremely exciting. So we can come back on the Tuesday, uh, uh, review uh, the Premier League's um, uh, matches, and also look forward to some very, very tasty football matches uh, in the Champions League, including uh, Liverpool are in uh, PS. They're in Paris. Uh, and if the French are going to do any souffleing, uh, then they right, should probably let Klopp... wrap it up. That's enough to, <laughs> they should enough probably let. They should probably let Klopp know before he arrives in town, so that he can at least bring some some uh, chickens over from Waitrose. Uh, uh, you know, good quality, please. Good quality. All right, good stuff. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, um, uh, thank you, Dave. And uh, um, uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and uh, uh, check us out on uh, Facebook. Um, and uh, anything else that uh, uh, you might want to say during this one, Dave? Uh, Giflet le poulet. Voulez-vous gifler avec le poulet? Ce soir. Ce <laughs> Bye, everyone. See ya. Oh, thank you. Who's who's the uh, author, by the way? Uh, the author, <laughs> the author of the music. Who's the, the author, author of the music? The author of that particularly <laughs> fine little little text is a, a man by the name of Kirko Bangs. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> is his real name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. So, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Bangs. Kirko Bangs, <laughs> mate. <laughs>
<laughs> I want to name my next kid. Oh, I don't know. I won't have any more chances. Fuck. I'm going to push my kid to call his kid Kirko Bangs. <laughs> Mate, for a start, you're going to have to change your surname to Bangs with a Z. Well, Mark. Yeah, my son. That's right. He can be Mark Bangs. We'll change his name from Pelham to Bangs. I'm sure Mate, must be the I think Sana would kind of love it if she comes home and you're like, no, no, no. Bangs. <laughs> Mr. Bangs. <laughs> with a Z. With a Z. With a Z. With a Z. It's got a Z at the end, is it? Oh, shit, mate. A Z, sorry. B A N Z. Bands. I've just, no, I've just sent it to you. Bangs. That, that's the official spelling there. <laughs> he is like banging all day and banging all night, innit? it? Kirk or Bangs, innit? Kirk Cobain. Kirk Bangs. Coco. He wants another bowl of Coco Bangs. <laughs>